Hey guys, um, it's uh, Shane back with another episode of Gilligan's Island of ADD. I might just start calling it Gilligan's, Gilligan's Island of Dread, um, just because that makes a bit more sense, I think. Um, so I uploaded The Return of the Blue Baron to Create Space today, and I think everything's cool. Uh, there was a couple of little tweaks I need to do, so I'm guessing they're going to reject it, and then I can send back the couple of little things um i realized after i needed to put the cover together uh the back and the front cover and the uh, table of contents is still screwed up on the um on the previous one now i know if anybody's ever creating something do not add <clears throat> the cover to your main document lay out your main document if you want to leave your first white page you know or whatever that's fine um do the make a spot for the table of contents do not fill that in until it's done and then fill in the numbers afterwards don't use an automatic table of contents generator or at least i my personal opinion is to not do that i just typed in the numbers afterwards i literally went through the book hand wrote uh where the sections were and then typed it up um it just works better and even now i had to rejigger it take out one page and it cocked up all the numbers and uh but i'm done <laughs> that that's it for me for this one so one more last final hurrah on that and uh and that'll be it um so i think i'm gonna start using some random effects on here uh so that's it for the blue baron talk maybe i'll come up with something else just one sec <laughs> I put that in because I think I know a lot of people who don't like jazz. So that might be the thing that I put in just to do the thing. Um, it'd be nice to, to use some other random effects. I have a bunch on my computer, but most of them are copyrighted. So um, it's probably better to use these ones that are in Anchor that are probably free use. Um, as a side note, I was going to do this and I still haven't gotten around to it, but... If you go to archive.org, there's tons of old radio commercials, and there's some interesting effects and lots of cool stuff, actually, um, like old uh, radio broadcast MP3s, and I was listening to some Batman and The Shadow, um, and then, yeah, like I say, Ovaltine commercials and shit like that, uh, cigarette commercials, which obviously don't happen nowadays, so anyway, back to the jazz. Um I'm not a huge fan of jazz. I'm a giant blues fan. But a couple of years, last year, went to anniversary dinner. And uh, we went to this restaurant in Winnipeg. It's a revolving restaurant. So it's like a skyscraper for Winnipeg. So I'm going to say like 18 floors or something. And there's a restaurant on top and it spins very slowly. And it takes a whole hour to see the whole view of the city. And it's called Prairie 360. It's actually pretty cool. We went, you know, in the fall. So... It was all right. I don't know if I'd ever want to go up there in the winter because you just see snow, like 360 degrees of, of snow. Um, but <clears throat> next door to it is this one of the oldest hotels in Winnipeg, the oldest hotel in Winnipeg. Coincidentally, my house is older. My house was built in 1911 and the Hotel Fort Gary was built in 1913. Anyway, so we're all dressed up and I said to my wife after we were done supper, let's go over to the Hotel Fort Gary 
and uh, and have a scotch, you know, and um, pretend like we're, <laughs> I guess, not high class. But anyway, so we walked over there, and there was this great jazz. I think it was a duo, just acoustic guitar and stand-up bass or something. And uh, it was just one of those moments in time where you're not going to recreate it, but it was just great. Um, and she's not a huge scotch drinker. I'm a normally I'm kind of a, a once a year scotch drinker, um, even though I'm Scottish and I know there's lots of bl Scots that might be yelling blasphemous things at me. As I've gotten older, I've appreciated it a bit more, but I used to use it always as the, you know, the once a year kind of, uh, special occasion drink. Anyway, uh, that's a little random thing. I'll get to some nerd stuff in a sec. Hey, Shane, this is Chuck with the Playing Wrong Podcast. Hey, I feel your pain on trying to do a pod and demand for drive-thru RPG. Lightning Source is really picky about their PDF formats. I haven't even tried to do one, but hey, CreateSpace, owned by Amazon, and Lulu, both much more forgiving, much easier to upload a PDF. Just my advice, man. Good luck. Love the show. Thanks a lot. Now, if only they had the funky drummer sample drummer sample in here, this would be great. I'm sure it's in there somewhere. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up on YouTube. This sample's been used. It's a it's a it's a drum sample from the King of Funk. Um, oh God, somebody's gonna beat me. You know, I can't even think of. He spun around and yelled and, oh man, someone's going to kick my ass. It'll come to me. Anyway, it's been, the funky drummer sample has been used on tons of hip-hop recordings and uh, stuff like that. Um, anyway, okay, on to some RPG stuff. So, Matt Random was talking on G Plus about what would you put into sort of a player's guide. I believe that was the question. And... Um, so I decided, um, because I, I'm not at a, at a stopping point yet in the little adventure I was writing, I have a few things I gotta do yet, so I'm not feeling like I'm at writer's block moment yet, but I thought <clears throat> it'd be nice to sort of sit down and pen out sort of a brief thing, but not go super far, um, just because then it leaves it. So I, I don't even feel like I've tied my own hands. Um, I know Matt had done this with a map. He, he wants to do some solo stuff where um, he's just going to basically work with people and sort of slowly open up the map, which is cool. And I want to do that with this campaign. I just There's three locations right now. It's sort of the starting home base where they're sort of traveling from, and they don't actually even start in the home base. Then there's this monk temple, and then... There's the big city, and um, on the way to the big city, there's going to be a couple of either destroyed or sort of fairly beaten the crap up villages, um, which in some ways tie into some of the player backgrounds, one of which was one of the players uh, was born from the union of a vampire and a human. So, and I've decided because it's sort of this Wuxia kind of setting, vampires apparently... Um, they're a bit more feral, and they're not the typical kind of... I think I've talked about this before. So I'm going to go with one of those villages on the way to the big city being 
been taken over by feral vampires. Um, so I'm thinking not zombies per se, but not not as brilliant maybe. Um, more pack hunter kind of uh, vampires. And anyway, getting back to it. So I'm going to create a map, but I'm going to do it in such a way that I'm not going to use a hex. I'm going to use like a hex map, like just uh, from, if you go to print, printfreegraphpaper.com, you can get hex maps there and graph paper and stuff. I'm just going to pop it into GIMP. I'm going to literally just with a paint tool, like draw out sort of, here's a starting point, here's the road, here's another road, and then just leave it a complete blank page. So that that way, when we're playing, and I say, oh yeah, to the northwest is, you know, the Dwarven settlement. <laughs> uh, you know, just off the top of my head, I don't have, uh, I can just paint it in afterwards. Um, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to just sort of leave it open-ended. And, uh, and then getting back to the player's guide thing, I'm going to just do <clears throat> not the Jeff Rents 20 campaign thing. Like... I'm going to probably do that. Maybe I may not. What I'm going to do is I'm going to write out things that a character would know in this world. Even if they are outsiders or, or maybe if they're not outsiders, maybe if they're, you know, if they're elves or if they're dwarves, which I think I have a couple elves and dwarves and halflings in this uh, sort of Wuxia campaign that I'm creating. Um, at least where they they would be from, and um, and what they would know about the world. So like, what gods are there? Um, you know, maybe they've never been to the big city, but they know that <clears throat> this specific tavern is is sort of the place. Um, they've maybe heard rumors of a very, you know, high level magic user. Um, maybe maybe they're. I, I don't. I haven't really decided on the religions. My thought is, I think most religions are going to be uh, underground religions, and almost to the point where they, I think, the regular populace would think they would be like cults. Um, for the simple sake that I think the emperor is going to be sort of the be-all, end-all for most of the people of this world. So he's uh, he, she. I haven't quite decided. <clears throat> you know, is this, well, a black dragon, I think, and, or a gold dragon, I haven't decided, I haven't really decided on what kind of dragon, but it's going to be a dragon, and, and, and they're going to worship this emperor, because this emperor's been around for like 400 years, and I know, I think, I'm not the best history buff, but I think that in some cases, I believe that's the way it was back in the day in, in sort of feudal Japan, I think they sort of the emperor was God or as close to, you know, um, but this is my thought anyway, for this campaign, I may be wrong on that. I don't know, but, um, I feel like I'd read that somewhere. I need to read more. Um, <clears throat> currently actually I'm reading the hunger games, which, uh, is really good. If you haven't read it, it's actually really good. Um, and it's a little different than the movies. The movies are good. Don't get me wrong, but, uh, the, the book is really both books are really good so yeah i think i'm gonna basically write out a a one pager of this is what you know 
and and maybe they haven't been to the big city, but they they know a few things about the city, and they know a few things about the surrounding area, and they know a few things about the populace, and maybe not too much about what's beyond those borders. Um, which I'm gonna kind of leave. I, I'd like to leave that open ended as well. See, like in the Jeff Rents campaign thing, uh, the twenty questions. <clears throat> one of them is like, what wars are going on? So there's always there's you know. I don't need a war going on right now. I don't want them to take their focus away from sort of all the adventure possibilities that are going to be within the kingdom as it is. I can bring something in at a later point in time. And it's that thing. It's really good for campaign building. Um, but I don't know if I, I want to worry about it right this second. I think I want to just keep them within this sort of little thing and i know they're gonna blow holes in it i know that's gonna happen but anyway uh i better get cooking i gotta go and do a couple more things and then it's bedtime i think so have a good night guys hey shane tim shirts from gothage manor here <clears throat> hey i don't mind hearing about the trials and tribulations of uh doing the publish on demand i struggle with that too there's a reason why all my stuff on RPG now is always in PDF and not in publishing form because I can't figure it out. I can't seem to get the colors right, the frames right. I, I, I my starter adventures. Every time I get a proof back from that, the colors are always screwed up. But if I go to Lulu, it seems like it always works out fine. So I tend to just go there and that. But uh, good luck with that. I mean, it's cool that you've been doing this free product, the Blue Baron. So. I, you know, I, I don't know if enough people said thank you for putting in all your effort for that. So uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for calling in, guys. I appreciate it. You guys helped me make a decision.